everybody. Welcome to Press A Gaming. Today I am joined, I'm your host, for 0 and today I'm joined by Christopher Michael Stolle. Yo, what's up, guys? Ray Rumsey. What's the up, Chronicler. What up, Audio Land? <laughs> and today we're going to be, today we're doing a special episode of Press A Gaming. Uh, usually we do try to do a gaming topic. Uh, like uh, last episode we did tabletop gaming is it making a resurgence our first ever inaugural episode was all about uh the battle royale genre however today we're doing a special episode uh we are actually covering character introductions for another realm of the mist property that we're going to be launching soon called chronicles of the realm that is correct. be very excited citizens of the realm it is going to be awesome a Dungeons and Dragons adventure. <laughs> Fun for all ages. <laughs> probably not. We're just, <laughs> there's still a mature We're rating involved. here. It's probably going to be a little raunchy. Uh, you could play with your family, just not with us. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, we don't have all of the characters that are going to be playing here today, but we do have uh, three out of the four or five that are going to be major characters that are going to be appearing a lot. Obviously, we have our Dungeon Master, Ray Rumsey, otherwise known as the Chronicler. Hello, hello. And we have Christopher, who is going to be playing the character of Theron. Did, oh. I, did I get that right? Theron takes Thonalus. Ah. Why don't you tell everybody what your character's uh, class and race are? Oh, well, if I've got to do it that way, I believe I'm supposed to do it in a particular way. So give me a split second just to pull up my little list here. Oh, he's got a list. <laughs> it wasn't me that created the list. Okay, and just for that, you made the list. Sorry, Chris Jericho, that reference. <coughs> All right. So, yes. <clears throat> Hello. My name is... Ferran Tekthonalus of the house of Drem and Nazebrennan. I do have family. I have a famous father. You may have heard of him. Nim Tekthonalus. He defeated Loth. I don't know anything about him, but you guys might. Do I have any fears? No, not really. Only that I will never remember what it is my true purpose in life is. My short-term goal is to regain the memory of the terrible purpose that I am burdened with. My long-term goal is to find my father because I have a feeling that he is in terrible danger. My favorite color, the blood of my enemies. I consider myself more of a thinker than somebody who acts out rashly. I care not for worldly possessions as a ranger, but I do have knowledge held very deeply within me. Uh, I don't have many enemies. I just don't care for bards, and I really cannot stand orcs. <laughs> I, as a ranger, am very knowledgeable about all of my surroundings and will never be caught off guard. And I'm very much a ponderer. But my true purpose in life, with my flowing silver hair and bluish eyes... Ebony skin, taunt figure, double short swords, and longbow draped across my back is simply this. I must complete what it is I am out here to do. But first, I must figure it out what it was that I'm supposed to do to begin with. <laughs> well, that is one hell of an introduction. <laughs> Did I get it all in? Yeah. I think you got, I think yeah, you got it all in. Nice. Um, the only thing that's going through my mind right now is, got it, Drow Loki. <laughs> I am a god, really you hard. dull creature. Puny god. <laughs> now that now that we've had that go on, we have to convince AJ to play his character, his half orc character, like that. <laughs> Beauty God. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man. So, uh, the character I am going to be playing for this particular 
campaign is I am going to be playing the Bard, as Ferran, Ferran already noted, noted. He is not particularly fond of Bards. And uh, I am going to be playing the Bard, Billy Knoll, the half-elf Bard. That's a stage name, of course. <laughs> gotta keep gotta keep your secrets in the biz. Obviously, uh, everybody's got family, duh. Um, am I going to tell you who my family is? No, no. That's why I have the stage name, the stage persona. You don't have to know. What are fears? Uh, I'm pretty much going. Th- I'm go pretty much through going through the list here too. Yeah, trying to go, through. trying to go through the list in character, and it's like fears. No goals. What are ghouls? <laughs> Favorite color is obviously green. You guys will understand that once you see the character portrait. Uh, thinker. Probably character is definitely going to go around as a thinker. Um, or smasher, if you know what I mean. <laughs> smasher, you don't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> but I could know her. But does anybody really know you? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm messing with him. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what does my character consider riches? Ah, the tears of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any enemies? Uh, everyone? <laughs> He's about to. The notice advantages in your surroundings or need them pointed out, that would be uh, probably up to... What's your perception score? (laughs) (laughs) And impulsive. Definitely impulsive. There's no such thing as a non-impulsive bard. Ain't that the truth. It's like... It's a prerequisite. It's a a class... It's a class requirement. So just to let you guys know, over the top of the screen, you see a bard character uh, portrayed right now. That is not necessarily his character. It's just representing his half-elf bard uh, for the actual show. And actually now, real quick, because I forgot to do it when I did my intro, will Ferran show for just a short period of time. (laughs) And clear. so are you using the uh, character portraits I made, or are you just using the, the random art? I'm using random art for the int- uh, for this introduction. I was saving those for the actual show. Okay, cool. <laughs> then, 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 then my comment my comment still stands well, because I, I, I pretty much said that they'll understand it when they see the character portrait. Uh, not knowing whether or not the character portrait had been flashed on screen or not. <laughs> Well, really quick, I will. Uh, I just finished with Ferran, uh, even though I did my intro without my picture. Stupid me. Uh, professionalism here. Let's go ahead and show Austin's half-orc, which is yet to be named. Although, didn't didn't he like the idea of, what was it, uh, Gregory uh, Stonebleeder? I do believe he enjoyed that name. And, you know, I'm, I think that's kind of funny, like, to have a... Uh, like a human-esque first name with a, an orc last name. It just, it's <laughs> nice. Gregory Stonebleeder, TBC. <laughs> to be confirmed. So to give, to give uh, the listeners and the viewers here on YouTube an opportunity to know what a half-human, half-orc would kind of look like, this would be possibly Gregory Stone, Stonebleeder or whatever Austin decides to name his character. I'm pretty sure the art you grabbed is closer for a uh, full orc, but eh, they just divide that by half, and then you've you've got you've got about a half orc. <laughs> I don't know. I've known some full-blooded humans in real life that look pretty orcish to me. They're just missing the green skin. They said I could be anything. They told me I could be anything, so I became a cloud. Pretty much. <laughs> Now I figure uh, this is this is your show, and of course, Chronicler, this is going to be your show uh, when this happens. But since we already gave the introductions to uh, to Billy and to Ferran, you have let's, an... uh, let's uh, transition over to a bit of an interview with uh, the DM to try and uh, well before we hype hype the base up for uh, what we're in for. 
Well, before we do that, I have a short video from one of our other players that had recorded an audio for his introduction, Ooh. and that would be General Hillman. Yes, Major General Hillman. For I am the very picture of a modern Major General. Sorry. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to keep quiet for a couple minutes here and let you hear this, and uh, we'll let you know when we're back on. All right, so enjoy. Hellman's the name, said the two-foot-ten halfling. His aged face and long, snow-white beard told of a life rough-lived. His wizard cap was strangely pinned with what appeared to be a military rank and insignia. Oh, in another life I was a respected major general in a royal army. Suffice to say I'd reached an age where my services were no longer required. Having been, having been soldiering most of my long life, I never had time for a family, and I didn't see the need to have one now. I decided I wasn't done fighting the good fight, so I decided, why not train as a wizard? He indicated the robes he wore, all in fierce shades of green, including the cap. These are my favorite. Love the colors. As you can probably tell, I don't want much in this world. Golden jewels mean nothing. Being remembered. Now that's... That right there. Being a part of history. That's real wealth. Ask me and I'd say... Being forgotten is the only thing to fear. Well, that and every cat out there looking to do evil. They're the real enemy. I do what I can to leave every place I visit better than when I found it. Though I can be impulsive and a bit smash now, think later... I can notice subtle clues and be a real asset, getting out of many predicaments. He finishes his mug of ale and turns to leave. Over his shoulder, he said, You're almost as good a listener as my friend Duke. Alright, welcome back after that video. Uh, the introduction to for the Major General Hillman. Oh, that's definitely coming back. <laughs> Somebody's going to regret that ranking choice. <laughs> so now that now that the, all that is uh, complete, now I could say we could uh, inter definitely do a uh, an interview with uh, the DM of this upcoming show. Yeah, so, uh, Chronicler, let us know a little bit about what we're in for. Ooh, hard, hard to, like, hard uh, to delve into it. What, what, well, is this going to be a puzzle-heavy campaign, or are we thinking more combat-centric? Well, no. What what's uh, you going for here? I'm actually going for, um, you know, a, a, a nice, happy mix. I don't want it to be just hack and slash the whole time i want you guys to have the opportunity to really do some rp and and show your characters personalities and you know some puzzles are always fun all right cool uh do you have any plans for the uh inevitability of the players immediately going off on a tangent <laughs> I don't think anybody ever really has a, a plan for that, but, you know, I, I'll be flexible, and, you know, I've been DMing for a long time, so I think I think we'll be all right. Now, assuming, uh, knowing that you've, you've personally worked with each of us for, for our characters, uh, to build them, to create them, to uh, kind of help give their personalities in some way, shape, or form, and backstories that you hope to intertwine into the Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Is there any one story in particular you're most looking forward to have figured out and revealed? You know, everybody kind of, you know, like you said, we, we all work together and we, it was kind of like a group effort to create these characters. Um, but I feel like with what I have planned, We've have have definitely created quite an interesting world, and a lot of it is going to be kind of hidden in the mist, if you will, and it's going to require a lot of uh, 
exploration and history and problem solving to kind of piece all these things together to figure out what happened. Okay. That right. sounds actually really interesting. It, it really I'm does. Uh, I'm to- totally on board with this. Uh, I'm super excited um, for this story. Do you have, but here's another question. Obviously campaigns don't last forever, although adventuring partners do possibly um, depending on the roll of the dice. Do you have plans for beyond this story arc? Do you pl- have plans of continuing with this band of adventurers beyond if they survive your, your, your adventure that we're starting soon? Um, I actually, you know, do, I really don't want to spoil too, too much here, but I have things planned for beyond level 20. If that's an indicator to you, that works for me. I, did, I wasn't looking for spoiler. I was just looking to see if this, <laughs> is this going to be is this going to be a like a one off campaign or are we going to see the adventures of this group of people as long as oh. they survive the campaigns ahead? Right. <laughs> yeah. I the, mean, only thing, for... the only thing one shots are good for is filler arcs. Right. <laughs> Uh, as long as you guys survive and, you know, it's very easy to do, um, I'm not going to be pulling punches or anything like that. You know, I, I we had talked about it and all of my roles will be seen by the players and players, obviously, their roles will be seen by me. Um, but if you think about what you do before you do it, there's a good chance you'll survive. And if not, you still might survive just a little worse for wear. And if you guys make it through the primary story arc and the overall goal, um, yes, it, it will continue and truly become a chronicle. Uh, I want to see this turn into something huge. Um, and you can fully expect to see, you know, this is for the listeners too, um, you can fully expect to see some of the really big names from D&D uh, resurfacing throughout this story. Ooh, we got some background lore. That's that's going to be nice. Now, obviously, because this is a new adventure and uh, a new group of people, and we're not associated with people like Wizards of the Coast or uh, TSR or Gary Gygax or list right. goes list goes on and on and on. Um, we're just doing this for for our fan base in general. Uh, is there room and opening for guest appearances, either by just one of our listeners who wants to come in and maybe try out a one-shot character or even join a campaign, or even for maybe future down the line we catch the attention of the people who perform on the Dungeons & Dragons YouTube channel? Absolutely. There, there is always room at our table, metaphorically and, you know, literally, like, I, I'm down to. There's always ways to introduce new characters. So, all right, I'm calling it now. We need Grog, and everybody, <laughs> everybody else. We need a goddamn healer. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who needs a healer? Who needs a healer when you have a bard? Healer. Everyone. Healer. <laughs> hey, Ferran's mother. Ferran's mother's a druid. He just doesn't remember that. No, he does. He remembers his Bards mother. have Bards have cure light wounds and cure moderate wounds on their spell list. Well, will you remember to do it? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be one of those high or low be to be good rolls, isn't it? Here's a uh... D six. Here's a D six. One, two, and three, you forgot. Four, five, and six, you remember. <laughs> The, the the thing is you Too gotta bad I can't get... do inspire confidence on myself <laughs> you need to get the bard to stop singing drinking laughing dancing performing in general just you need to get them to stop being a bard long enough to heal <laughs> why do i see stealth missions being a very big pain in the ass <laughs> stealth? What's stealth? The He's mighty... just gonna play loud enough to cover you guys' uh, footsteps. That's, that's all. Yeah, the mighty Drow Ranger stalks off into the night. 
He's <laughs> hoping to avoid this oncoming fight. Will you shut he bra- up? He <laughs> bravely ran away, away. <laughs> <laughs> Will you shut up? <laughs> and then, and then Austin in the background. <laughs> Small creatures, funny. <laughs> no, no, he's only a half orc. He's not completely dumb. Who says he he, he could be Hodor from from Game of Thrones saying one word? Right. <laughs> I. You know what? I hope he plays it like uh from Mice and Men. <laughs> I really do. I I really hope he's the type of character that just wants to give a big bear hug to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the mimics, George. <laughs> Can you see him just picking up like a cobalt chieftain? <laughs> I'm going oh to my mark him and squeeze him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what uh, have I done? <laughs> uh, citizens of the Realm, you can already see how well this campaign's going to go. <laughs> yep. Well, this interest- is what you can expect. Well, the interesting about this is that none of us really know the character. Like, we know our own characters. I know how Ferrant's going to be. I know, I know his personality and his, his, his mannerisms. The same as uh, Zephyr knows uh, Billy and how he's going to play Billy and how Billy's going to interact with the other characters himself. But Billy has, like, Zephyr has no idea how I'm going to play Ferran. I have no idea how Zephyr's going to play Billy. None of us have any idea how Austin's going to play, again, I'm going to call it this name until he tells me otherwise, Gregory. And ain't none of us, to my knowledge, really have that much information on AJ. So that's really what's going to make it interesting, is how we mesh these four characters together. (laughs) Yep. Well, Just, you know, from being the DM and helping you all create and formulate and brainstorm and everything i can honestly tell you that what we have here is going to be a failure to communicate (laughs) there are are four very different characters coming to this table and i i just i can already tell this is going to be chaos personified negotiations have failed (laughs) They will be short. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to negotiate? Where did he learn to negotiate? <laughs> you call this a diplomatic solution? No, I call it aggressive negotiations. Exactly. I feel like there's going to be a lot of that. I have a feeling that Billy and Ferran are going to start off on the wrong foot, but later in the in the campaign, it's going to be a moment where Billy is just going to look over at Ferran and go, aggressive negotiations, and Ferran's just going to nod. <laughs> he won't just nod. He'll nod with a twinkle in his eye and a very huge grin. Because remember, I may be a chaotic good drow, but I'm still a drow. <laughs> It's just kind of in my negotiations? nature. Aggressive <laughs> negotiations. It's just kind of in my nature. <laughs> but no, I I fully expect that. I I hope you know, like even even with the things that like Ferran has never liked orcs, and just personally, I don't like bards. Um, and I figured that would be a cute comedy in, interaction for the characters. I do expect right. all of us to to eventually mesh together like something happened along the lines for the sake of argument that like uh billy saves nim or yeah nim uh, ferran's life you know and like takes an arrow for ferran or something like that and is like you know what i hate bards but you're all right or or something you know something of that nature (laughs) yeah yeah like some personal character growth yeah please Billy's Billy's not so much of a drama queen to take an arrow for somebody. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer until <laughs> I took an arrow in the knee. <laughs> of course, if he, no, if, he does, if, he, if he does take an arrow for somebody, he's going to milk it forever. <laughs> oh. I would expect nothing less. Or even worse, Ferran, uh, Ferran's worst nightmare. I say Billy's life. 
Oh man, wouldn't that be something? And he just latches onto me like a lost puppy. Like like <laughs> like like Chewbacca's like some... life debt type deal. <laughs> <laughs> That would be scary. <laughs> Bill, Billy gets beamed over the head with a rock, and for the rest of the campaign, he speaks in nothing but. You know what? I just, came, <laughs> Some, I just somehow Ferran's the only one who can understand him. You, you know the sad part is, I just came to the realization that AJ's character Hillman is probably going to be our Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the one with the most common sense because he, he, you know, he's a major general and all that. He's going to look at me as wet behind the years, you just insane, and the big dummy in the back room, and he's just going to be... Sh- I see him standing in the corner shaking his head at everything we do. <laughs> like, I, he, I, I he's, he, he's going to be I'm... a Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sad that uh, for the, the character portraits i made an rpg maker i'm just sad that there wasn't a sunglasses option like the bill the iconic billy joel sunglasses oh yeah because i had to thrown those on billy noel <laughs> <laughs> oh lord so yeah i i major general hillman um was first created a, a long while ago um, when I actually had the opportunity to play in a game rather than DM. And I can honestly tell you that this Major General Hillman is, is definitely a crowd favorite. I think he's going to blend well with the party, and I think you all are really going to like what he does. All right. And I promise you, unlike unlike Zephyr and my introduction to the characters and trying to be in character, we were trying we were trying to read a script. We were we were all sent a script of, of questions we wanted to answer as as the characters. Don't judge on that on how we actually role play because role play is very impromptu. Right, right, right. right. You know, and I think the characters will will shine more that way through genuine interaction than trying to read a script so don't judge on that it kind of shows why realm of the mist shows are not scripted it probably would have helped it it probably would have helped if i'd have read the script more in depth before you know starting the podcast instead of (laughs) trying to read it and figure out what the answers to the questions were beforehand dude i'm just as guilty i spent a week at a brand new job getting my ass kicked Remembering that I had to do this show tonight, I'm like, God, he said there was questions, didn't he? <laughs> like, I like to be thorough, okay? <laughs> my wife and I, my wife and I got home from a Lowe's trip like an hour before we were starting the podcast, and I'm sitting there on the phone going like, okay, uh, there's questions here. I got to figure out answers for them. Shit, I don't have a name. <laughs> like. For 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 all all of the listeners here, the Billy Noel name that was a joke. That that was that was the the original coming up with this character. Of I was talking with Ray and I'm like, I want to play a bard and I'm want, I want him to be Billy Joel. And Ray sent me back a character sheet of a half elf bard, and the name on the character sheet was Billy Noel, and it was a it was a joke. And I decided to roll with it because I can figure out things as I go along, and I kind of like the idea of a bard with a bit of air of mystery to him. I still, <laughs> I still say that it's a missed opportunity that you're a half elf instead of a kender. You want, you want that, you want Billy Knowles to be such a, a, an annoying character. I can't think of anybody worse than a bard with the excitement and childlike innocence of a kender who also still has the thieving and light fingers. Of a kender, I mean that can be arranged. <laughs> all, all, all it ta- all it takes is Ray updating my character sheet. <laughs> yeah, yep. You know we haven't no nope. we haven't started yet, and we still haven't really set a, a hard date yet. But you know, rest assured that that day is coming. No, no, it's set in stone. This day that this is the introdu- This is the uh, putting it in, in, in solid stone. You introduce your character. He's a half elf bard. It's done. However, allegedly. We do, however, we do have God. He's just gonna unzipper his uh, elvish body, and there's a Kendra. Hi, guys. 
Oh. <laughs> it's, 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 two it's two Kender in a trench coat. <laughs> oh my god, and they're twins, and it's like Wonder Twin powers. <laughs> Form of half elf. <laughs> I just had I just had a sad thought. Uh, get a get a cleric uh, Kender. You know, are, are you guys are you they, guys aware of there? There's a, a running gag. In uh, the D and D and and some LARP scenes of uh, Kender are all secretly three raccoons in a trench coat. No, I didn't know that. Is yes, yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a running gag that that's gone around a lot of the the role play and and live action role play uh, communities and. Uh, that just when we were talking about the Kender and and Billy Knoll secretly being two Kenders in a trench coat reminded me of that, <laughs> and now I really want to run with that as the character. <laughs> I'll tell you, maybe that's why he goes by an assumed name. Um, <laughs> you have to tune in and find out. But no, how about a Kender cleric? As he's laying hands on you to heal you, he's picking your pocket. Sounds like a normal doctor, doesn't it? <laughs> right. What? What? What deity would that cleric have to be with? Because I can't think of a lot of deities that would be okay with stealing from your patients. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the only uh, deity that, that, that you know, the, the, I guess the Kender accept or accept the Kender from my lore was uh, Fizban, a.k.a. Pa- uh, Paladine from, uh, <laughs> from, from uh, Dragonlance, Kryn. Right, right. Okay. To my knowledge, that's the only one that actually even acknowledges the Kender thanks to Tasselhoff Burfoot. But I could be wrong. It, it, it has been a very long time since I've picked up the Dragonlance book. So it's always, it's always up to the DM. Always up to the DM, absolutely. Hey, trust me, I don't, I don't know nothing about this world, but the world that Ferran would have come from... He he comes from Faerun. He comes from Forgotten Realms. So he would probably have a necklace of, of uh, uh, Malachi for his deity, which probably if, if, won't answer in this realm. <laughs> if the DM wills it, there could be an entire religion based off of David Bowie in the Labyrinth. <laughs> dance, magic, dance. <laughs> Oh man, that just that that would have just pissed you off even more if the bard was based off of David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was just going to turn around and say that was our uh, that was our bonding moment. Is it's Yule and you and I bust out the David Bowie and uh, Bing Crosby's little drummer boy. <laughs> <laughs> you get Ferran drunk and he's just bum 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> If at some point in this campaign there isn't a tavern full of people singing Bohemian Rhapsody, I will have failed as a bard. <laughs> all of a sudden, this adventure turns into Knight's Tale where we're getting ready for a joust and all you hear is, we will rock you. <laughs> this is an official notice to all listeners. If you just want to chime in to sing Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, we could use a choir. <laughs> I would so be behind that. I will lead a group of podcasters singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Watch me. Witness me. Hold my hill. So, so not the listeners. You want podcasters? <laughs> Hold my hurdy gurdy. Witness me. <laughs> That's scary. All right, so we're looking at this being what one-hour increment sh- uh, shows. Yeah, thereabouts. Um, probably about one-hour increments. Um, I was thinking. I don't know. Have we have we decided on a day that we're going to do regularly for this yet, or are we still trying to plan that in the background? Well, that was some. That was something I was going to discuss with you guys, I and mean, we can talk about it on here so that the fan base that. Interested in this could uh, could find out. 
look, I know we normally do like press a gaming. Press a gaming is one of the only ga- uh, shows besides After Hours that doesn't run weekly. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is since press a gaming runs bi-weekly, we very easily could just do Chronicles of the Realm on the open Friday. That's what I was thinking, but that you know, it's not my show, so it's not my call. Right. Since Ray's host, it'd really be up to him what day is best for him. However, mm-hmm. if we want to do it in the recording sessions that we were talking about where we have a couple episodes ahead. That is also a fair point. If we could just release them on Fridays. We could release them on Fridays and record them pretty much any day that we're freed up to, 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 to dedicate a couple hours to sitting down and, and recording a couple episodes at a time. But the thing, the, the question I definitely want to shoot at Ray to, to schedule that day or like schedule these episodes, are we going to end the episodes on cliffhangers or are we going to end them on like, uh, for, for sake of argument, like dice camera action is like, and we're going to stop right here. Uh, no, I think, um, you know, I, any good show worth watching or worth listening to makes you want to come back for more. You hear what drama. Right. You want to know what happened. Like, oh, is this the end of Phaeron and company? You know, did the bar, bard play his last tune? You Find know, out like, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Exactly. <laughs> Same bad So time. I think ending them on cliffhangers would actually be a, a pretty good idea. And, you know, as far as the day, I'm fine with releasing them every other Friday. Give give people a set day that they know the show is coming. I think I think that would definitely work uh, work out as, as release as far as recording. I think a weekend is probably the best time to, to, to dedicate. Most of us don't have jobs that, that uh, would take us away from it. But again, we get to discuss with the whole group on that. Where we sit down, record them, and then, you know, release release some episode at a time, right? Yeah, and then that way, this this is the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Are you getting an opportunity to see how we're going to do this? Like the idea behind it for for you fans to know, so that way you're not sitting there scratching your head. Is we want to record two three episodes in advance, basically because we want to sit down and play for that long. But we're going to separate it into three parts, you know, or, or be whatever it is, two hours, three hours, whatever. I think I think we settled on pretty much episodes are going to be about an hour long so that each episode that comes out every other Friday will be about an hour long. And then we'll just have pre well, we're not going to tailor our sessions to be only an hour long. We'll go as long as our session goes, and we're we're tired, and then we'll just break that up into however many episodes that was. Right. I mean, if we wind up playing like a four-hour game, we're still going to be taking a break each hour, so that way we can stop the recording, save that video, and then pick right back up for ep- the next episode by recording again. But still yep. in that same game session. So you guys will know that each episode that's released is pre-written. So in case you're trying to follow along, you're commenting down below and it's like, well, how come they aren't listening to us when we say this is why things will be in advance about two, three episodes. So if you have an idea that you pitch to us on episode one, you'll probably see it implemented by episode four. Yeah. Because we'll see it on episode one, but we won't be ready for the next recording session till episode four. Yeah. So just just to give you guys a heads up. Spoiler <laughs> alert: We are not a live podcast. <laughs> I think it would be too hard. Like maybe I mean, one day, but not right now. Well, you know what? That's something we could talk about. Like if this really gains popularity and, and groupings, we could look into like. Twitch, uh, Twitch broadcast. Yep, I know. Yeah. I know. We I know we are looking at. Um, we covered it on the first episode of uh, Press A Gaming. I think we are thinking about uh, when Extra Life rolls around next year, uh, possibly trying to 
get in on that. So, Citizens of the Realm, keep an eye out for that one. We will probably be dropping more news when we figure out how to do the logistics to that one. Well, that's definitely something we can incorporate in besides doing all the podcasts and, and video game Let's Plays. Is we could probably sit down and do a long session of uh, Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Yeah, yeah, but to, Extra Life is 24 hours, so I think we'd only do, like, a live session of Chronicles of the Realm for, like, maybe three hours of it and do other stuff. We gotta right. share, for Extra Life, we we gotta share the love with everybody. We gotta give just about everybody for uh, Realm of the Mist uh, a chance to shine there. Even though Extra Life is kind of gaming-centric, but we can, we can branch out. Hey, you know, I used to broadcast these podcasts live. On, on Twitch and on YouTube, and uh, there were people that would tune in. I mean, there, there are po- video podcasts out there that, oh, yeah. that, no. that perform on it. So, I mean, and I'm sure Extra Life will not care what the content is, just the fact that we're, you know, doing it for the cause. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, to the extent, I'm sure they don't want us showing, more, like, two midgets in a, sh- in a sock drawer, you it's, know, it's for 24 more, hours. <laughs> Two girls, you one know? cup. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I yeah, I might get certain people to donate, but um, <laughs> anyway. I Not digress. money. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, no. The, the figuring out the logistics of an extra live stream is just figuring out what to do for the 24 hours of it. Because, like, that's, a, that's an all-day stream that you're doing there. Like... Uh, the the big the big names that uh, that do the extra live stream just every year like like Rooster Teeth or uh, Achievement Hunter Funhouse all all those guys although I think they're all like all under the same umbrella now uh, with Rooster Teeth but um, it's it's figuring out how content to do for that full twenty four hours so but we got a long time before we even hit that so. If not this year, there's always next year. That is absolutely true, and and I'm hoping we could we can nail it. I mean, we've got shows on Realm of the Mist all around the 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 the, the spectrum. I mean, mm-hmm. we we have uh, Anthony with Delivery Brothers. He could, def- I'm sure, he could sit down and do do some work. You know, first, first year goals. You know, we be got- able to pull that off. We got Press A Gaming, we got Realm of the Myths Podcast, we got It Had to Be Said with Venus, as well as Tinfoil Hat Society. Uh, we got War of the <laughs> Stars. That, that that alone right there, you figure every uh, every podcast of uh, It Had to Be Said and Realm of the Myths Podcast usually are about two hours. All the rest of them are one-hour shows to begin with. Then we tack on a three-hour uh, chronicle of the Lost Realm there. We've got half the day covered just in that. And it's not even not even touching the fact that I've already got another podcast idea floating around in my head. I just got to figure out if I can generate enough content for it. <laughs> so, if there are any Tokusatsu fans in the audience, there, uh, I'm your boy, and might be something coming soon. If figures if I can figure out whether or not I can do enough episodes. <laughs> Well, like with Tinfoil Hat Society, I'm pretty sure if I'm the one recording it, it'll be me starting the recording and turning off my mic for you guys because I don't know <laughs> shit about that. <laughs> I don't know if I got to turn in my nerd card or anything, but I'd be I'd be lost in that conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, tok- tokusatsu is definitely an, a niche nerd um, genre. Uh, pretty, pretty much, the it, it, uh, it is the one nerd guilty pleasure that the gateway drug is Power Rangers. Oh, uh, really? Power yeah, Rangers? really? Yeah. The cheesy B rate uh, ripoff of Voltron, really? Uh, d- Power Rangers is not a cheesy B rate ripoff of Voltron. I know uh, it is. I, I know it's a super samurai something or other. In Japan. Super Sentai. Thank you, Sentai. That's the word I was looking for. But, uh, no, yeah, um, Voltron was actually, um, a mecha anime that, that took elements of the Super Sentai genre when it launched. 
So that's um, all right. You know, you know what? One of my favorite animes. I can never find this, and and a lot of people that follow anime don't even remember it, which is really sad. But one of my favorite mecha animes was Transor Z. Transor Z. Transor Z. Yeah, Transor Z. Uh, I'm trying to remember that one. A female robot with torpedo tits. <laughs> uh, I had a feeling it was Mecha, but it's not any of the Mecha anime I've come across. Um, <laughs> Look it up. You got. You guys will be impressed, especially when you find the female. Because Transor Z wasn't the female robot; that was just like a partner, you know. But uh, it, it was it was interesting, and I'm surprised it doesn't have the cult following that I imagine it probably would, just for having a. <laughs> Female robot with torpedo tits. How many times can I say it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah, no, it's definitely a lot of stuff to look forward to in the future of Realm of the Mist right now. Uh, if you're a fan, definitely lots more content coming uh, coming your way. Um, we're getting close to the uh, end of the show here, so uh, well, here's, we'll here's, start with... Uh, here's, two things, here's two things I'd like to throw in. I know it's your show, but... Two things I'd like to throw in before we uh, before we go into the uh, outros here. Oh no, absolutely. N- number one, shall I take it, it, it? We are coming up on Memorial Day weekend. Yep. I don't know how free everybody is. It's something we could talk about. But are we looking at in the next couple weeks releasing the first Chronicles of the Lost Realm? Ray, I I would be fine with that. If we can get a day together with everybody and get it started, uh, possibly, yeah. Um, failing that, um, either one of the other Realm of the Mist shows will drop the, the exact start date of Chronicles of the Realm, or we'll let you know on the next Press A Gaming podcast. There you go. And the second thing, we all gave our introductions. We really did. Now, Ray, I'm going to put you on your sp- on the spot here. You're the chronicler. This is your world. And you sent me a little something kind of explaining your world, if you remember. Yep, I certainly do. Kind of an introduction. Yep. Well, well we all played our characters for a minute. How about you do yours? <laughs> and give them a taste of what's in store that these characters are going to what world that these characters are walking into okay I can do that the crypt keeper <laughs> <laughs> alright um, and just there I'm going to be Ferran's going to be dead in the first episode because I put the DM on the spot <laughs> <laughs> rocks fall everyone dies <laughs> Okay. Roll, roll new characters. <laughs> so, all right, I, I'm all set. I'm, I'm getting character here. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> to the best of everyone's knowledge, this is how it happened. For an unknown measure of time, demons ruled the realm. They were harsh and cruel masters that did all they could to drown the light of mortals. Forbidding all forms of writing and having strict punishments for those that would disobey. Things worse than death actually caused the people to comply. The demons, though, were greedy in their ways and coveted their power. Ever hungry for more, they began infighting. It was in this brief moment of weakness that the denizens of the Underdark crept forth from the shadows to attack. They wanted to rule the realm for themselves, and under the direction of their spider queen, Loth, they fought the demons. However, they were no match for the demonic powers that they possessed and were quickly driven before them. This marked a new era for the drow, becoming slaves and getting a taste of what they put so many other races through. For 200 years, They endured and plotted against the demons. Finally, the day came when enough was enough. Under the steadfast leadership of Nim Tectonilus, a great and powerful warrior, they fought 
joining forces this time with other mortals of the realm that had also become tired of their chains, they rose up in mighty droves. The battle was long and arduous. Much blood was shed and lives were lost. In the end, the mortals won. The few demons that had survived returned to the abyss, vowing to return. The battle was not without its greatest loss, however, as Loth was slain. Nim rose to take her place, becoming the new god of the drow. He told his people that they should return to the Underdark, where they could live in peace under his watchful eye. Many of the drow did indeed leave. To see one in the upper world is a rare sight. While people were able to write again, they had all but forgotten how the long centuries had passed, and they had to create a new alphabet and new writings. The knowledge of the pre-war was lost, and the needs of rebuilding took precedence over discovering the past. The world spent many decades in rebuilding and moving on, trying to become normal again. This brings us to today. There is almost no sign that the world was once a terrible place, or that demons even existed. The world has made a new face for itself, and the people have adapted as well. The future is a bright place once again, and the people work hard to keep it that way. And there you have it. There you go, guys. But here's the thing. Dad's a god? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it now later in the campaign. That is going to be Billy's exact reaction to that revelation. (laughs) Your dad's a god? God. Um, Here's that five gold I borrowed from you without your knowledge. Uh, don't 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 tell your dad. <laughs> no, but the thing that people don't realize from what what he just read is, of course, the end of that statement is followed by dot 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 dot. dot. So, guys, when we start this campaign, everything's going to be hunky dory and peaceful. Think think of like the birthday party uh, for Lord of the Rings, like that happy peaceful. Everything was hunky-dory and peaceful, and then these assholes happened. Exactly. <laughs> Shit's about the turn. So, guys. And it's probably going to be our fault. Oh, without question. And many other things will be our fault, too, because I imagine, like, even the campaign that Ray has in store for us is nothing compared to the campaign he's going to have to write after we fuck up everything he does. <laughs> and on that note, all right. Uh, Ray, where can we find you? Uh, I, when it starts up, you can find myself, Ray, the Chronicler, at the uh, Chronicles of the Lost Realm. All righty. And Chris, where can we find you? Anywhere you can find Realm of the Myths Entertainment wherever quality podcasts are heard right here on YouTube. And of course, very soon playing for on take Thonalus, the son of a God that doesn't know he's a son of a God right here on Chronicles of the lost realm. And of course I'm your host, Zephyr zero, and you can find me every other Friday on press a gaming podcast and possibly another podcast in the future. We'll see how that goes. This is Press A Gaming Podcast, and always remember, Press A for more great gaming content every other Friday on Realm of the Mist. Why didn't the three little pigs go in for some kind of flat share scheme? Does Jesus get to choose which wine he turns it into? Why don't Sims have the upper body strength to climb out of a swimming pool? And does everybody really want to be a cat? I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And if you're the type of person that overthinks these deep philosophical questions, then Think to the Brink is the podcast for you. From Disney characters to song lyrics, debates to social etiquette, tune in every week for your dose of paralysis by analysis. All topic suggestions are welcome. If you can think it, we can overthink it. Think to the Brink. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey everyone, this is John Tom.
inviting you to check out War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, me and my co-host, Christopher Stolle, discuss the news and theories surrounding one of the largest franchises in the world. So join us every Wednesday at as we travel to the galaxy far, far away, right here on Anchor FM and wherever fine podcasts are heard. need cbd vape juice or new mod go to vape scorpion 10859 boston avenue philadelphia pa 1116 they are formerly known as east coast vapor they have all your needs all the equipment all the juice and hey while you're there sit down enjoy a beer and just hang out with a bunch of cool people guys if you really need your next vape machine, or maybe you just want to try a local made uh, juice, make sure you hit up Vape Scorpion. That's 1085 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 19116. Or give a call to 215-464-8273. Oh yeah, and make sure you let them know that Realm of the Mist Entertainment sent you. He said that he said how dare you say that? That's offensive. Well, someone's got to say it. It has to be said with Venus. Catch the live show Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the recordings at any time. Guess weekly. Listener, beware. Mature content. Sexual content. Trigger warning. Do you dare say it? Hi, my name's Chris, and I'm here to tell you Realm of the Mist podcast. This podcast, we talk about all the great things from movies, music, books, comic books, and many other forms of entertainment, as well as politics, current events, and just general having a good time. If you're looking for a podcast that is right up your alley, look no further than Realm of the Mist podcast here on Anchor.fm or where fine podcasts can be heard. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello. And say that the guys from Radiocast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. Three-eyed turtle? Is that alright? What the fuck is a three-eyed turtle? Are you tired of the same old podcasts with no humor? Well, join us for After Hours, where everything is funny, at least to us, on Anchor.fm, and where quality podcasts are heard. How the fuck did we get on this? I don't know. The started this shit. It's their fucking fault. Hey everyone, this is Dak. This is Liam. And this is White People Shit. We are a bi-weekly podcast whoa, whoa. that... Maybe you're buying week. I'm speaking strong. It means twice a week, you douche. Oh. Yeah, listen to us twice a week. On White People Wednesdays, we talk about stuff, zombies, superhero sex positions. And on Feature Peep Fridays, we interview the Feature Peep of the Week. Yeah, like a fucker. Search WPS Podcast and look for the white dude in red pajamas. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Yes. We believe in equal opportunity humor where all things can be made fun of. So if your feelings get hurt and you're offended, you can always eat a dick.